What's going on, family? Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast. We help discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and I had a super cool... Uh, so I'm constantly reading, right? Constantly just reading kind of like anything I can. Just always... It's, almost, it's, it's funny because you almost think like... You're like, oh, I'm going to eventually at some point, I'm going to read all the stuff that interests me. I'm like, I'm going to get to the end. That is literally never the case. I think I started reading this year with just like a book or two, and it is what, mid-July. And I had just counted through this cool-ass bookshelf that I built, but I counted through everything. I think we're at like 57 books. Like, it's fucking nuts, right? Not not all of them are big. You know, don't, don't, don't give me too much credit. But 57, like, that's kind of cool, you know? Like, all right, I might be kind of smart. I read super slow, though, so I'm definitely not that intelligent, but I do get interested in stuff. So I was reading through one of these books, and I kind of was digging through, and uh, the twelve are the twenty-one irrefutable laws. Okay, the twenty-one irrefutable laws of leadership uh, by John Maxwell. Okay, probably one of my favorite books. It sounds like I don't know. I I get this thing where like when you're in the army, there's constantly like these like leader development things that we would do, and they were never like useful or good. It was just kind of like a thing that your boss made you do, and you never like. Res- I'm not going to say too much, I guess, but you didn't like doing it. You didn't take much away from the assignments, right? So we've all been there. We all get it. Got it. One of these books, though, this is like, this is a book that does not fall into that category. And this is not kind of like, I don't live that life anymore. So I very much enjoy what I'm doing now, right? I very much enjoy reading. And uh, needless to say, so I'm reading through this book and it's not, it's more of a business or uh, personal life focus more so than like, like, don't think, oh, the irrefutable laws of leadership. Like, it's a it's a military book or it's a business owner book. Like, no, it's not. Trust me. It's very much like get your life straight, get your shit straight, get your relationships straight, like those kind of things. So it's it's, it's very helpful in that regard. So anyways, refu- reading this book, some of the laws, like, okay, uh, like I understand them. Um, but a couple of them hit me really hard. And one of the ones that hit me the hardest and one I walk away with the most is the 12th law. And the 12th law is the law of empowerment. And basically saying that secure leaders give power to others and it's basically teaching you how to or he talks about he describes being able to empower those that work for you to be able to work without you and i think that's super super cool because i'm very much of this mindset i have this theory called uh called like death theory and it's it's basically a way of setting up are you building a business that if you were to die the business would work without you. If you are, and if your business is in that place, then you've done a great job building this business. You've done a really, really good job of creating a system that works. If that's not the case, and if you were to pass away, right? If you were to just kill off and the business ceases to exist, it basically like crumbles. Like people can't manage, they don't understand necessarily all the roles that you were doing. Things start falling apart once you die then you've done a really, really poor job at building a successful company or a successful business. Same is true, I think, in relationships as well. If you are to exit the relationship, does the relationship die? And if it does, then you're not doing the things you need to as a partnership to be able to build a strong and steady relationship. You ever have those friends where you like you don't talk to each other for, it seems like, a very, very long time, months and months or even sometimes years, and then you catch back up and it's like, it's like you never missed a beat. You just caught right back up. You're high-fiving each other. You're hanging out, drinking a beer, watching the game, whatever, right? It's Everything's natural. Those are relationships in which kind of like follow this law of empowerment. Like you understand each other 
to the point where you like, you don't have to do anything to kind of like kindle the relationship. It still exists even if you're to walk away and then revisit it at some point. So that's like a relationship example. I think the same thing's true. Like you got to have trust. You got to have confidence. You got to have communication and stuff in a intimate relationship in order to be able to do the same thing. And that's basically empowering the other person to understand that you can be trusted. You know, there's nothing to be fearful of or, you know, to question or any of those things like they can trust you and there should be no doubt or, you know, concerns about anything. So it's kind of like how I see it in the relationship sense, but in the business side, are you building a business? Are you building systems that allows everything, the, the subordinates underneath you to be able to function and operate without you being there? And I don't know if that's like a military thing that I kind of like was thinking of with this or what, but basically that's how my mind thinks. My mind thinks like I need to create a business that can create income and create all these opportunities and really grow and do things without me being there. Because if I am, I'm not really creating a business. I'm not creating, you know, like another thing. I'm just creating another job. And I'm not in the, I'm not in the life anymore of trying to create jobs. I don't want another job. I want to create a business that can function and operate and exist without me. Look at like Richard Branson. Is that guy like talking on the phone and dealing customer service and, you know, like selling airplanes and stuff? No, that guy's like wakeboarding and traveling and, you know, I'm sure he's shaking hands and meeting with some people and stuff, but he's not doing that kind of stuff anymore. You know, he's, he's doing whatever he wants to do. Really. That's what it kind of comes down to. He just does what he wants to do. If he wants to get in and do some sales and close some deals and shake some hands or whatever, then he does. But if he doesn't want to, if he'd rather be wakeboarding, then he's going to be wakeboarding or sail. Uh, what do they call that? Windsurfing, right? There's always like pictures of him, like windsurfing or, um, kiteboarding there you go kiteboarding and stuff like he's he's doing like cool stuff right he's having fun he's enjoying his life he's doing what he wants to do that's that's what you got to do right that's the whole focus of getting a business or building it up in my opinion this is in my opinion right you may you may want to create a system where you have a job you you create a job for yourself that's not it's not for me but maybe that's what you want to do you want to be in the business you want to be working in the business but if you follow this law and you don't want that and you want to create a system that essentially develops like passive income, you leverage other people's time, you pay them for it and they build a business with you and you train them and they can operate and function without you, independent of you, then you essentially create this system to where you've empowered the subordinates to run everything that's around you without you being involved and you create like this passive income, which is really, really powerful because then you can kind of grow it and focus on just growing and stuff rather than you always kind of like being involved in the function day-to-day operations which is powerful, beyond, beyond powerful. And that's what this whole like law of empowerment really surrounds itself with is can you kill yourself and everybody else like continues to function without you? I got the book right here, kind of like have it opened up, but I was just reading through. It's kind of funny because I like, I opened the book, I saw it on the shelf and I was like, you know what? I want to like look back through that again. And I opened it up last night. I was kind of just flipping through some of the pages and I landed on this law and I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, that is my favorite, that one right there. And it's just, it's like one of those things, like, how do you do these things and how do you do it? And it's really just like, can you figure out the things that you do every day and then train somebody to essentially do those things? And if you can do that, then you're empowering the people to do the right stuff. And you got to really like, you got to trust people with quite a bit. You got to trust, you got to be paying them more, right? You're probably gonna have to pay them more than what they were making before. But I mean, if you're, if you're making $10 and you're spending uh, $3, and you're making seven, right? You're keeping seven. So you're making 10 and you're spending three to get yourself, but you have a job at that point, right? Cause you're still doing a lot of work. You're doing $7 worth of the work and you're paying other people $3 worth of work to do everything. Right? So like you're still in the system, you're doing it. 
Or would you rather be able to make $10, spend $8, and not have to worry about anything? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Brings up an interesting situation. And I think that's a that's a question where a lot of people are like, oh, I want more money. The thing is, is they don't realize you can make far more money by not doing anything in the, in the system because that allows you to essentially to back off, allow that system to function and operate independently, and you just grow that thing. You just grow it. So that $2, that percentage essentially is what I'm kind of getting at, right? That 20% just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So you can make a lot more doing it that way. You're basically freeing up your time, right? It's those three terms, uh, it's those three styles of of income. You have your earned income, your leveraged income, and your passive income. The leveraged income is where you make the most money because if you do it right, then you don't have to have any earned income. All your leveraged income is working for you and you can scale the shit out of that. And that's how you can make a shit ton of money. So it's just it's it's a really cool thing to think about, right? And I think this law, the the law of empowerment, being able to empower people is very, 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 very powerful. And it shows like trust and stuff in them. Like like one of these points says, uh, are you somebody who believes in people? And, and that's like a super powerful thing. You have to be able to trust people to accomplish and to do things you want. And you may sit there, right? There's a lot of people that are like, oh, it's impossible to find a good employee. It's impossible to find somebody that can do this stuff. Okay, it might be really hard, but you can do it, right? I generally, it's, it's super crazy because I generally follow this same principle. The first person I hire for any position generally fails. Like it's, it's generally not successful, but I learn from it and I learn like, what I need to actually look for. Okay. Next time I'm not going to do this or next time I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for these characteristics in a hire and you learn from it. And then my second hire are always like phenomenal, like insanely good at what they did. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So it, it generally follows that same pattern too, like every single time. So it's kind of crazy, but it really follows that same pattern. And what's really cool about that is you can kind of start like building these predictable systems in place once you start recognizing these types of patterns. But it, but being able to trust somebody and empower them to be successful, give them the tools and the resources that they need to be successful really creates this really cool dynamic and a really cool culture of like trust and honesty and, and growth because people are like, fuck yeah, you know, Josh believes in me. He thinks I can do this. He's giving me like this and this responsibility. He knows I can do this. And then they like, they do those things. And it's super cool because you're, you're really helping people grow at the same time, right? You're kind of like coaching and mentoring them because empowering somebody is believing in them and you got to be able to coach them and you got to be able to help them. You got to be able to answer questions and help solve problems, you know, and not, and not just inside business. You got to be able to do that on the relationship side too. Think about like the best bosses you've ever had or the best uh, managers you've ever had, right? What, what was so good about them? It wasn't necessarily that they were just a good manager like in the business, but it's because they had a personal connection too, right? They, they didn't just care about numbers on the sheets and be able to report that up to like the owner or whoever they had to report stuff to, but it was their ability to connect with the subordinates that they managed on a personal level and, and make them feel important, right? Make them feel empowered to grow the business and to help do things as well, right? To take control over situations and to to be uh, to take the initiative to, to to come up with new systems and to develop new things. If you can, if you find somebody that has those qualities, they're generally going to be a very uh, liked and successful leader. So it's it's just a really cool dynamic being able to understand that. So I think of all the laws in here, that's one that really really stuck out with me. And I just I had that moment come up with last night, and I just really wanted to talk about it. 
Um, and I've seen it action, you know, very, very clearly in my own personal life. And the more I empower those people to be successful, uh, without me creates more success in my own personal life. And it gives me more fulfillment too. It gives me a lot more fulfillment in my own personal life. So just kind of like another quick episode. I know we've been doing a lot of little quick zingers, but I actually kind of think these are good because it's like a quick nugget. It's nothing but good data and like good information and good talking points. And then I get off and then that's it. Right? So Hope you guys liked this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember, go check it out. If you guys haven't read the book yet or you don't know what I'm talking about, it's on Audible too, so you can go listen to it, um, which I generally always do. But you can check it out, 21 Irrefutable Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. So check it out. Check out the book. Go get it on Audible if you like to listen to things. Um, But other than that, thanks guys for listening. Hope you guys have an awesome day and an awesome week. And uh, I think when this episode comes out, I'm actually down in Miami uh, for a business trip. Uh, we're just I'm, I'm taking my team down with me, taking me, my COO, and uh, we're going down and we're just we're talking or we're getting connected with people that are going to help us scale our business. So again, empowering other people to grow. I mean, I'm telling you, this stuff just it keeps cycling back in your life. Once you, once you recognize it, it's like you can't let go of it. So really, really powerful stuff. But I hope you guys like this episode. As always, like, subscribe, share, send it to somebody you think that needs it. And other than that, I'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.